I'll never forget. Hey, guys. Hey, it's good to see you, Christy. Looking good, doll. Yeah, welcome back. Good to see you, too. Christy was back last episode, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. My bad. Well, welcome back to the, make, <laughs> the main main show. <laughs> and Celeste. Hey. Oh, yeah, welcome, Celeste. I'm not dead. Celeste is alive. Tried my best. Not this time. My mom was here last weekend, like helping me because I was like in shitty shape. And so we're listening to the episode and she's in the kitchen, like doing whatever. And you guys start talking about fucking cum ice cubes. And my mom is literally in the kitchen and goes, for fuck's sake, Celeste. And I'm like, it's not me. What the fuck do you want from me? That was Bobby's fault. (laughs) Bobby brought that up. That is truly disgusting, though. And uh, your friend, like, look, man, I'm not saying I believe in hell. And if if there was one, like, you shouldn't go to hell for most of the reasons that they think you should go to hell for. But that is definitely one of the things that there should be a hell for. Thou shall not chill beverage with the uh, ejaculations of mankind. Oh, <laughs> oh God. And it was non-consensual too. The guy had no clue. How the hell did she get it? She just kept the condom. Ew, so it wasn't even fresh. She had to like wait for him to be like away so that she could steal the condom out of like the trash can and then put it in an ice cube tray. This isn't even an original idea. I saw a Law and Order episode, Law and Order Special Victims Unit episode, where uh, the killer or the rapist in that episode would take all of the uh, hookers. They would hire hookers to keep all their condoms, and he would like pour them on the crime scene so they couldn't get caught. So like this guy's just watching Special Victims Unit and thinking it's a good idea. It's terrible. Anyway, let's talk about other crazy <laughs> women. Yeah. What do you guys think of when I say? A uniquely attractive brunette woman kills her boyfriend in self-defense. Look, man, if you think that I'm thinking of anything else except cum ice cubes right now, you're dead wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Did she kill him because of cum ice cubes? <laughs> I think that she's not actually attractive. Because who describes someone as uniquely attractive? She's a great personality. <laughs> She might look a little crazy. So she lights up a room, but in like a wee-woo way. Yes. (laughs) The strobe light. Does any any person come to mind? Okay. Let's think, Mm. gang. Brunette woman kills boyfriend. I can only think of Lorena Bobbitt, but she didn't kill him. She just cut his dick off. I was going with Jodi Arias. Oh. Yeah, her butthole is the only thing I think of, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, anyways, I don't know if, are we doing Jodi Arias right now? No. Uh, 
Oh yeah, because during the trial for Jody Arias, there's a bunch of like sexting that went on, and like they sensationalized. There's this. There's a, a picture, a specific, very specific picture where she's bent over, and like the the fucking brown hole is just winking at you the whole time. You're like, why is this in court? Like they've spent three <laughs> days on this butthole picture. I love America. That's what I think when I think <laughs> this did not go the way I thought it was gonna go. <laughs> Sex pictures of their actual anus. Who does that? Would you be surprised if I said there was someone kind of like her out there? Not at all. No. To me, I feel like that would be very a common thing whenever there's a some sort of uh, death of a man caused by a woman, probably be self-defense from some sort of jackass abusive husband. So I would assume that's mm-hmm. pretty common, really. Well. In the early months of 2011, a handsome bachelor named Ryan Poston, a practicing law attorney in Cincinnati, was doing a little late night scrolling on Facebook when he scrolled past a flirty spring break post with photos of an attractive female wearing swimwear. Mm, I like this. He liked her post and decided to take a chance by sending her a message and asked her out for a date. Because she was in a bathing suit? I, I think he was just bacheloring it up. Thought she was cute. Guys don't really have smart ideas, you know, when it comes to, like, trying to pick up girls. Like, the go-to now is just send a dick pic. Like, okay. You think a girl likes that? No, they don't. Just so you know, guys. So uh, find a girl with, uh, with a swimsuit. I better talk to her. It's the equivalent of, like, catcalling a girl. It's weird. But, hey, maybe it worked. Uh, So Ryan had done a lot of things in his life. Some are more risky than others. Um, He is described by friends and family as an adventurous fellow. He was well-spoken and charming. Uh, He went to high school in Switzerland and the Philippines. I'm, I assume that he's an army kid or, you know, some, for some reason his family traveled. Could you pick two different, two more different countries? Fuck. His worldview was big at that point because he's, he has seen other things. Mm-hmm. Um, he then went on to triple major in history, geography, and political science at Indiana University. Sounds like a war criminal pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> All the things you need mm-hmm. for domination. So later obtaining his law degree from Salmon P. Chase College in Highland Heights, Kentucky. Salmon P. Chase? Kentucky? Has a university? <laughs> Salmon what? <laughs> P. Like, it's a name. Salmon P. Chase. Oh, like Salmon P. Chase. Like, what? Someone's first name is Salmon? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Once again, Kentucky. <laughs> so little did Ryan know that asking this woman for a date would be the biggest risk of his life. Because the woman he messaged was none other than Shayna Hubers. <laughs> so Shayna, 19 at the time, is described as smart, cheerful, and very driven to achieve goals. Once her sights are set, there's no stopping her from getting what she wants. She was obsessed over her looks, boys, and the latest gossip. At almost 20 years of age, she was already a college graduate with a bachelor's in counseling, I think. Good for her. It's pretty quick. 
Yep, I thought so. Uh, so Shayna and Ryan, 28 at the time, made plans to meet in person for the first time at Shayna's 20th birthday party on April 8th, 2011. That's super uncomfortable. Like, yeah, I'd love to meet up. Come to a place that's all of my friends and no one you know. It'll be fun. That'd be so weird. Yeah, especially being a 28-year-old going into a bunch of 19, 20-year-olds. Did he boot for them? Is that why he was invited? What's that mean? She's American, right? Yeah. Did he bring the liquor? Oh, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I think she invited him because he could buy liquor. You said she was unusually attractive, right? What about him? Was he attractive? Yes, they're both very attractive. And like by uniquely, um, like Shayna was kind of a bitch to her friends. Um, She, you know, uh, was like bossy because she really just was driven to her goals. So that was her main focus and not the feelings or thoughts of her friends and family. So that's what I meant by, you know, outer appearance, pretty. (laughs) personality maybe not so much so celeste nailed it on the head well they sound great for each other because he's a shallow dickhead that only messaged her because she was in a bikini so great she's way too young for him to be interested in her she's not interesting uh the pair continued flirting through texts and casually meeting up for dates and parties and probably bumping uglies but why speculate right (laughs) friends of shayna uh had said She became very obsessed very quickly with the relationship and romanticized a lot of their interactions where Ryan's friends say he was less invested due to his passion for his career that took up a lot of his free time and wanted to date casually, which just basically like booty calls and things like that. Yeah. Which understandably so. Everyone has a right to do the things that feel comfortable for them. Yeah, for sure. Did he make that clear to her when they first started dating? Uh, the text message transcripts do show that, yes. Right. All right. So the pair would continue dating on and off for the next year and a half due to Shayna's seemingly guilt tripping Ryan into staying with her. Shayna messaged her friends a lot about her struggles with maintaining her relationship with Ryan. She was quoted in one message to say he says he's only staying with me because I make him feel bad when I cry because because he feels bad when I cry yeah yeah it's pretty clear indicator that he's not that into you yeah Mm -hmm. you gotta be dumb that's all I just feel like she's not very smart at this point and she's finished school early so I thought she was smart earlier so I was disappointed in myself I don't know she's smart but she's entitled yeah maybe that's what it is Um, So yeah, she says that he is telling her this, that he's, I'm staying with you because you're just emotional and it doesn't go well when I try to end it, basically. Yeah. So, okay. So he starts texting her. They start, he goes to that party with them. And then how long between like them, like having a little blissful early part of their thing. And then now these text messages where she's like, I don't know if he likes me. Or was this the whole time? Uh, A year and a half. It was the entirety of the relationship. Okay. Things go bad quick right away. But he'd made it. He'd made it clear that he was just having fun. He didn't want a, f- a proper relationship. Correct. 
because I wanted to see if this took like a year before she was like, I don't think he likes me or if she knew the whole time. <laughs> you know what I, mean? <laughs> I didn't expect that long. I thought it would be much shorter than this. A year and a half is like, regardless of whether you want commitment or not, that's a huge investment. Yeah, that's a long time. Yes. And to just be told over and over again, you know, so like they were dating on and off. They did break up mm. because... He was like, I'm not in this. I'm not into this. Yeah. He's smashing other yeah. girls. Crazy. Um, okay. Shayna sent a haunting message to a friend that same day. Uh, quote, a part of me wanted to wait. What the hell? Hold on. I skipped a whole part. Okay. <laughs> on one of these casual dates, Ryan took Shayna to the gun range for some target practice. Shayna sent a haunting message to a friend that day saying, quote, a part of me wanted to turn around and shoot him and make it look accidental. I wonder why he still takes me on dates and stuff. Lol. I'm not going to shoot. I'm not going to turn down learning how to shoot a gun. Ha ha. Whoa. This is hilarious. Good thing she put the lol in there. Yeah. Oh, fucking. Oof. Not known she was joking yeah such a weird joke i almost i wanted to just shoot him in the back that's <laughs> like hilarious and lady. of course she did that because he had been trying to leave her and she's mad about that do you think that like you would forget okay i don't know where this goes but if she shoots this fucking guy or whatever she's an idiot because you've been writing text messages about how you've been thinking about shooting this guy like, why would you forget anyways i don't know where this goes but i mean the internet is there man once you send it out there it's out there yeah i've said shit like that though like frequently i say shit like that when i'm frustrated with people it doesn't mean anything i say like i'm gonna murder jack like every few days when he does something i'm pretty sure i said that to my mom this morning when he broke my headphones <laughs> if you go to jack if you go and kill jack now though and then when they cut you and you go like I it was a, a crime of passion i would never even think of that they'll just go through your shit and then know you said it a bunch of times even whatever your intent was that's the other thing about the internet there's no sarcasm font you know there's no <laughs> thing that goes along with how joke font like it's yeah. all serious if they look through her history though i mean like you can you can piece together like if she says this kind of shit all the time you know what i mean like i don't think she would ever be convicted because she said this like to her friend or anything yeah i get yeah for sure so without wanting to escalate things beyond his control, Ryan asked the couple's mutual friend, who is Ryan's cousin, to help mediate the situation. Ryan asked his cousin to help explain to Shayna in depth that he is not ready for a serious relationship and he desperately wanted to break things off completely. This 30-year-old man made his friend break up with his girlfriend for him? Because he's been trying for the last year and a half. Breaking up with someone is simple, though. I mean, is it not? You just say, I'm not dating you anymore. And then you just stop answering their texts and their phone calls. This guy's a pussy. You, then you're not dating anymore. And if she shows up, cool, then like, just call the cops. I don't get it. No, he's just a pussy. I don't want to see her cry, but I don't want to talk to her anymore. Well, if you don't talk to her anymore, you want to see her cry. Da -dun, like. <laughs> <laughs> In his plea... Uh, for help in a text to his cousin he said 
this is getting to be a restraining order level crazy. She has shown up to my apartment like three times, always refusing to leave. Call the cops. Oh, no, don't call the cops. Call your cousin, you fucking weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Can you put a restraining order up against her for me? You're like, no, you got to go to the court for that. Yeah, sure. Let me just get my notepad and I'll write you one. (laughs) (laughs) I'll print you one out on my computer. Dear crazy bitch, can you please leave my cousin alone? Thank you. Just <laughs> Her cousin shows up literally to the house and just the person you're trying to contact is not available. Yeah. <laughs> please do not leave a message. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please continue. This is just so fucking juvenile that this is a 30 year old man doing this. So after his cousin had talked with Shayna, she seemed to settle down, but only for from the outside perspective. Brian was still trapped in a vortex of torment and dismay. Shayna began making up false scenarios where she desperately needed Ryan to come save her. Her dear aunt Ida, or whatever her name was, uh, quote, almost died twice, no less. Uh, Shayna demanded a ride from Ryan to the airport so she could fly to Hawaii to say farewell. Um, It was later discovered that no plane tickets were ever purchased by or for Shayna, like ever. (laughs) Oh, wow. I can't believe she would do that. Shocker. This guy's such a sucker that she could say whatever. Like, this guy's an idiot. Call her an Uber. So it seemed that Shayna was demanding not only his time, but also his attention. For the year and a half, the pair had known each other. 50,000 text messages were sent between Ryan and Shayna. Do you have percentages? Uh, For every one worded response from Ryan, Shayna sent in an estimated 50 replies. Oh, you do have them. (laughs) It's a 50 to one ratio. (laughs) Holy crap. Do you think this girl looked at this guy and went like, he's a lawyer, right? You said he's a lawyer. This is like my chance to like make it big. I got to keep hold on to this one. I can like get a lawyer. And he was hot. And he's hot. Big dick, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying, do you think she looked at this guy like that? Like a meal ticket? Like I don't have to do anything. I, I think she, I think she definitely romanticized their life together. She was already like, yeah wanting to get married and have kids um she was like so obsessive that ryan would just have to turn his phone off most of the time and that's when he she would show up to his house when his phone was off wow that's scary actually now it's starting to get that scary to me because there's you can call the cops but i mean sure she'll just get put and told not to come but i mean he's basically turning his phone off saying i don't want to talk to you and she's coming anyway so you think a restraining order is going to stop her a little scary. Uh, so after these failed attempts to obtain sympathy sex or whatever the motive, uh, Shayna messaged Ryan a few months later to let him know she was in hospital for severe chest pains and may need emergency surgery. As you may have already expected, Shayna made the entire emergency room visit up and was in fact sitting in her apartment googling things like medications for ventricular hypertrophy and how to pick locks with a bobby pin. Okay, so she's gonna fucking spy? Oh my god. Well, or she's she's trying to get him to go to the hospital to see her so that he's out of the house. So she can go and break into his place, yeah. Ugh. 
uh, all while sending text message updates to Ryan about her fake medical procedures. <laughs> On the operating tomb, right? Or operating room right now, babe. It got <laughs> <Yeah>. me open. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm looking at my bare chest right now. My heart. I'm looking at my heartbeat in my chest right now. It is going nuts for you, babe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. Did she say that though? She said she had ventric ventricular hypertrophy. You did that to me, babe. My heart's just too big for you. Just can't handle all my love for you. You you made it. It's hypertrophied. Yeah, and she and she's 20 years old, really fit, like athletic, you know, she cares about her looks a lot. She should have picked something a little bit more believable. I'm running on the treadmill right now for the EKG texting you. <laughs> Do you think she does drugs? Maybe you thought it was real because she like does cocaines. Yeah, maybe she was a cokehead. Yeah. Well, college parties, you know, that's it's a different world yeah. out there. Well, so I mean, maybe he was actually concerned because he's like, oh, fuck, here she goes again on the fuck doing an eight ball. <laughs> Ryan was not concerned. He actually never messaged back because he was busy getting ready for a fresh start in the already awfully awkward dating world, especially in our late 20s. Oh, so he's like he's looking for another booty call kind of thing. A new one, a fresh one. Mm-hmm. A less crazy one. Ryan was very much done with Shayna's antics and finally branched back out into the dating world. He had made dinner plans with a new fling he had found online, a beauty pageant winner of Miss Ohio named Audrey Bolt. Nice. Was he finding all the bikini pictures from that year? Like, did he find a new 20-year-old, 20-year-old <laughs> bikini girl? Oh, I'm sure it was her profile pic. Yeah, I just had to look her up on YouTube. She's pretty. I don't think she'd be a beauty queen if she weren't. Um, Okay. Shayna was seemingly unaware of this event, but unbeknownst to Ryan, she had already befriended the beauty queen on social media and weaseled her way into finding out about it. Yikes. Oh my God. Yeah, that's fucking creepy. Yep. This girl is the exact reason you shouldn't send dick pics, guys. Imagine what this girl would do with your dick pics if you broke up with her. They'd be on fucking everywhere. Like, don't send dick pics, guys. Just don't do it. There's a dick rectory out there with your cock slinging through it, just waiting to be used against you. It's really hard to use dick pics against somebody, though. Especially when their face isn't in it. Let's Okay, but there's only one way to have your face in a dick pic, okay? It's not easy. How? (laughs) Put it down by your butthole. (laughs) I'd be like, I don't want a gooch shot. What the hell? It's and it's not exactly the most attractive angle either, because you're looking down, so you're like this. So just double chin, <laughs> fucking full force, showing all the muffin tops. <laughs> yep, every roll. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like a huge bush, and then <laughs> and then like the head sort of poke it up. <laughs> Oh, and the light shining down, so it's all backlit too, right? So you just see like a shadow-shaped dick with your fucking shadow face in the f- background. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, a girl like this is a dangerous person, but you don't know that. So you got to watch what you do on the internet. You got to watch who you meet. You got to watch where you're sending your shit. It's weird. She's good at this, though. She's creative, innovative. 
If only she'd use that ability for something a little bit more healthy. <laughs> so just an hour before Ryan was set to leave for his date on October 12th, 2012. So this is like a year and a half after they had even met. Um, Shana showed up to his place uninvited once again. She didn't have a hospital bracelet on or needle marks in her arms or hands uh, from the medical procedures she had supposedly just had. Not like she had just been admitted to the ER for an EKG or any other extreme medical diagnostics exams at all. Oh my God. If you've ever had a freaking like anything to do with your heart, and this is what I've just learned from being in the hospital last weekend, they will never find all of those fucking sticker things that they put on you. You will be pulling them off for two fucking days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we've got to put them in so many different spots. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like, you know, Celeste will probably know exactly what she would have looked like. And like her hair was, you know, nice. Full face of makeup. <laughs> yes, not not like she was like crying or in pain or anything like that. Yeah, they're, they're real sticky, those things too. They leave residue on the skin and... Oh, so she would have like lint stuck to them too, if like from her shirt and stuff? Oh, Yeah. For sure. You have to get that shit off with like goo gone. And if you had the IV, man, same with the tape that they use to keep your IV in, in spot. It hurts like hell. It's like worse than being waxed to get that fucking thing that off. That burns. And you get that big red, like literally, it looks like a burn. Exactly. Like on your skin that stays there for a few days. Plus it's sticky. No, should be covered in marks. That's what I thought, but not a mark on her. She lying. Maybe you just looked at her and was like, oh, this fucking bitch again. It wasn't really paying attention. Like, I don't know if I would catch on. Like, I'd just be like, fuck, man, again. Yeah, he was probably so over it. He's probably just like, oh. He probably didn't even read the messages because he did not answer. He was busy because he was just about to leave to take this Audrey out for a date. My nose is running like a motherfucker. Okay. Better go catch it. (laughs) Goddamn dad in the room. Yeah, thanks, dad. You're welcome. Dad jokes make the world go round. It was only a short while later that gunshots were heard from inside Ryan's condo and a 911 call was placed by Shayna saying she had shot her boyfriend in self-defense. Well, that was fast. Lie, 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 lie. What, you don't believe her? You don't believe I believe her. Uh, I have a 911 call I'd like to play for you guys. And if you have if you want me to stop at any time, um, just raise your hand and I will stop it. I believe she shot him, but I don't believe it was self-defense. Oh, she for sure shot him, and it was for sure not self-defense, is my opinion right now. Overall impression of this guy, I kind of feel bad for him now. I was making fun of him a lot earlier, but like man i get it it's crap it's hard to break up the girl but you should have just done it man she got her out of there okay do you can you see it yes Yes. all right kevin kelly 911 ma'am i have i have um um i i killed my boyfriend in self-defense. Okay, where are you at? I'm at 12 Meadow Lane, Highland Heights, Kentucky. 4107. 
Okay, 12 Meadow Lane, are you in a house or an apartment there? It's an apartment, it's apartment suite 10. Is it Meadow, anything else, Meadow View or something? No, it's 12 Meadow Lane, me and my children are so Okay, 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 tell me again, tell me again what unit you're in, it's not showing on my computer. Okay, you're at 12 Meadow Lane, unit number 10. Okay, hold on, hold on. What did you kill him with? I got a loaded gun in the house. Can you tell me where the gun is right now? The gun is in the house. Where at though, ma'am? Tell me where it's at. I, I laid it on the bookshelf. Where at? Laying on a shelf? On the bookshelf. Where are you?
sure he's not breathing at all? Did you notice? What's that? Yeah, do you know she just forgets to cry for a bunch of time and then she's like, I killed him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she starts her fucking <laughs> crying again. Yeah. Like she's very calm and collected for a bunch of that. And then she goes, Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be crying. Yeah, uh, while she's like reciting her story, she's like focused and on point. But I also noticed that she immediately tries to make him look like a bad guy. He keeps loaded guns in his house, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so it's not quite done yet, and we're getting into, like, the meat of it, so. All right. Mm. Go, go, go. No, that's okay. They actually have someone that's outside almost right now, but I'm going to stay in line with you, okay? When they, when they tell me to, what we're going to, when they tell me to, what I'm going to tell you to do is walk to the door with your hands up, because we want you to come out safely, okay? So that's why I'm staying on the line with you. <laughs> Ma'am, I don't, I'm just a dispatcher. I'm nothing but a dispatcher, so I can't tell you. My job is to keep you online, make sure my officers get there safely and nothing happened to them, okay? And then because he was twitching and I knew he was going to die anyway, and he was making funny noises, I shot him a couple more times just to kill him because I knew he would have been. I'm sorry, you said you shot him a couple more times after that? Yeah. How many times did you shoot him total? I don't know. Okay, because he was twitching and you knew he was going to die, so you shot him again? Enough to make sure he was dead because he was twitching so bad. I don't want to lay there and twist. So you shot him instead of calling 911? Do what? Yeah, I did because I knew he was going to die. Okay. It was pretty bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, the best part was the lady's like, so instead you just uh, shot him instead of calling 911. She's like, wait, you can tell in her mind, she's like, the one flaw in my plan. (laughs) She caught on. Oh, my God. And she said she had done this 10 to 15 minutes ago. What the fuck was she doing during all that time? Creating a story that we just heard, right? That's insane. He was twitching and I knew he was going to die anyway, so I shot him a couple more times. Not, I thought he was going to get back up and attack me. I knew he was going to die anyway. No shit. And if you heard, she said, did he hit you? She said, no, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I was just really scared. He's a lot bigger than me. Big, long pause. But he did pick me up and threw me across the room or what, uh, brought her outside or whatever he did at that point. Um, so, yeah. That was fun. She should have she should have taken more time. Ten to fifteen minutes wasn't enough time. No. She also called her mom in that time. Before calling? Before calling nine on. Ah, cool. Oh my god. She it looked like all the pictures that they're playing in the 911 video, like YouTube, they're showing all different pictures of her. And she looks like two different people. Like she's like such a two-faced. Like from Seinfeld, like one side of her is really hot and then the other side of her is not hot at all. It's like really weird. I was confused. I was like, is that the same girl? Like three times. So I can see where you say unusually good looking. I understand now. I could not figure out how to word that, but I was like, I have to say not like strikingly beautiful. You know what I mean? Like if she walked into a room, you'd be like, I'm a little unnerved, but we'll see what happens. She wears strikingly too much makeup. A lot of makeup. Lots. And a lot of a lot of collarbone showing stuff. So like <laughs> she probably doesn't eat a whole lot. Hangry all the time. Well, I guess that's his type. 
Yes. Cheap dates that only order salad. All right, so let's dissect this a little bit. Uh, so as you just heard by her own account, Ryan was trying to get her to leave his apartment when an argument ensued. Shocker. Ryan allegedly picked her up and brought her to the door, but Shana refused to leave, wanting to, quote, get her stuff. Um, apparently, Shana went back inside the condo. Ryan, quote, threw her across the room into the back of the couch, unquote, then grabbed the gun that was allegedly just hanging out on the table. Fully loaded in the house. Fully loaded. Yep. Fully loaded, cocked, everything. Um, and with her superhuman strength, speed, and agility, she was able to then get back up, run towards Ryan fast enough to take the gun out of his hands and shoot him point blank in the face. Is that where she shot him? Was in the face? Yes. The initial shot. Oh, God. Shayna then continued to shoot him because he, quote, was going to die anyways, and he was twitching, and it was really bad. <laughs> made so many weird sounds. The worst fake crier ever. Yuck. She wasn't able to answer the dispatch's question of how many times she shot him, but the medical examiner counted six bullet wounds total. Quote, one for every side of his body including his face. Oh, wow. The only thing with more holes than him is her story. <laughs> <laughs> she could have just claimed rage. Yeah. But yeah, poor Ryan. She could have just claimed, like, I just unloaded. I don't even know how many times I shot. Like, she's an idiot. I put him out because he was twitching. I love how she's like, she talks about how weak she is and how strong he is at first. And then she's all of a sudden so powerful to be able to wrestle this loaded gun out of this guy's hands. She also like mentioned like he's a lawyer in Cincinnati and he is very handsome and does like stuff. But then he's a big meanie pants with like guns in the house. So she was like all over the map explaining him uh it was just weird the whole call was like a complete like my kids can lie better than that and they're little yeah ma'am i just saw my boyfriend in self-defense yeah and you know what that's another thing he, he's not even your boyfriend okay settle down thank you i am so i was tired of reading it because i kept saying like her boyfriend i'm like he broke up with her he broke up with her yeah, but he's dead now. So now, she, you know, she can make it official on her own. What a weird way to possess someone. Like, normally people possess people in the afterlife, right? Yeah, but now all the headlines say that it's her boyfriend. Oh, God, what a bitch. They're headline official. It's like one step above Facebook official. <laughs> <laughs> she got what she wanted all along, fuckers. It would have been funnier if they're like, Recently broke up with my cousin. <laughs> Recently broke up with my third party. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Take that article, you dumb twat. Oh, yeah. And to also answer her question of, are they going to arrest me? Even if you shoot someone in self-defense, plan to go to court. Yeah. If you pull your gun and point it at someone. 
I love how the, the, the dispatcher is just like, I don't know. I'm just the dispatcher. I'm just I don't a lonely know. dispatcher, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But in her mind, she's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Am I going to be arrested? It's not my fault. It was self-defense. It's not my fault. Am I going to be arrested? No, you're, you can stay there. We'll just work <laughs> around you. Just crack a beer and sit on the couch. They'll be done in a little bit. Uh, So police arrived shortly after Shayna placed the call, but found no evidence of a struggle. The couch that Shayna said that she had been thrown into was perfectly in place. And the bookshelf she claimed to have been thrown against um, was still organized and orderly. Oh, my God. She could have at least knocked a few books off to make it look a bit more realistic. There were rifle bullets standing on end that were still in place from tallest to shortest. Perfectly on the bookshelf. That was a display thing? Yeah. That was an aesthetic thing that he said, what a fucking douche. (laughs) That's so douchey. Oh, my God. Poor guy just wanted light guns, you know? Who knew he couldn't show it to crazy girls? Okay, so aside from Ryan's lifeless body lying in a pool of blood on the floor in the corner of the room, the place was very neat and orderly. Shayna was then Mirandized and brought to the station to give her statement of the events that led up to the shooting. But investigators didn't have to ask a single question. Shayna started singing like a canary. She told the detectives that she wasn't doing anything mean to begin with. She was simply asking him to stay in the relationship because deep down, she knew they loved each other. Sure. She also admitted that with time, that love somehow transformed into hate. Yeah, maybe it's because you're a crazy bitch. Won't leave him alone. Yeah. Maybe. That might have something to do with it. Uh, The two began yelling at each other. Then Ryan was, quote, waving his arms and saying he hated me and everything I've become. So she grabbed the gun and shot him in the face. No. So what just happened there? That's a witch hunt is what happened. Yeah, she was abusing her by saying that she was crazy. You can't uh, gaslight her like that. She also just (laughs) changed her story. She said she grabbed the gun from the table. She sure did. He, he he did not touch that gun at any point. He didn't touch the gun. He didn't touch her. He was just sick and tired of her acting like a fucking idiot and was just like, get the fuck out of my life. And his cousin's nowhere to be found to tell her to leave. So he had to deal with it himself this time. Yeah. <laughs> But she just had to reenact the Lifetime movie in her head. And so she's like, if, if I can't have you, no one will. I can just see it. She looks like the type of person that would do that. To make it even more cringy, she added a little detail about Ryan that just is going to send chills down your spine. I'm so ready. Shana described Ryan as a vain person and that the last discussion the two had had was that Ryan had a friend who was a dentist and Ryan wanted to get veneers and a nose job. So Shayna then said, quote, I gave him the nose job he always wanted. Uh, that's funny. It's actually funny. I'm sorry, but that's funny. It's super psycho, but it's funny in a dark way. She was like trying to add a little levity to the situation. So what if his face is all over the wall behind them? 
she made it funny. Oh yeah, she laughs a couple times during this interview. Oh my god. That's a good point though. He said out loud that he didn't want that nose anymore. He was not using it. He's doing him a fiver. I think after this, after she said that, she goes like, I broke it and then started crying. Like she broke his nose. She fucking broke his brain. Jesus. No, uh, you're being generous. <laughs> this girl's actually really scary and really dangerous because like, this seems like, did she have a troubled childhood? Like, was there problems growing up or is this just like, dad didn't talk to her enough like where does this come from she was told she was special since she was born this is just entitlement she's just she's like i'm beautiful i'm smart i'm supposed to have everything that i want just like i always have you're the problem not me fall in line to my narrative I guess it's just there's so many 30 year old guys that smash a 20 year old hottie like that. It's not like that's the only guy that's going to do that. Like, if that what she thinks, then she's dumb too. Like, Tally, oh, that is <laughs> alcohol, alcohol abuse. <laughs> Party foul. I thought he said that's alcohol abuse. And I was like, <laughs> that's better. All right. So what happens next? Okay. Things just got worse for Shayna. The more she talked naturally that happens when you don't (laughs) shut the fuck up as we've addressed several times on this show, shut the fuck up. Yep. Stop killing people and then talking. Yeah. (laughs) Just stop killing people. (laughs) Then we wouldn't have a show to do. Let's not get carried away. Yeah. This is our bread and butter. (laughs) Yeah. Chill. Um, she described the moment she shot Ryan. She said that Ryan wasn't even standing all the way up at the table when she scre- when she squeezed the trigger. And that's how he ended up sitting back down in the chair. And what was left of his face was lying on the table. Oh, yummy. Wow. It was at this time in the interview that things got weird. At this point. This time? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Shayna asked for a break and some water. While detectives were out of the room, Shayna got up and began dancing around the room, stretching, talking to herself, and literally singing like a canary. What was she singing? She hummed and sang to the tune of Amazing Grace. Oh, no. I was hoping it was Britney Spears. Hit me, baby, one more time. Oops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping for something a little bit more like apropos. Bon Jovi. Shot through the heart. <laughs> Shot through your face. And it's on the table. You give newspapers a bad stain, bad stain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Uh, she also pointed to herself and said, yep, I did it. I did it. I can't believe I did it. She's so fucking hype, man. Then under her breath says, man, I'm good at acting. <laughs> that's the funniest part about the whole thing. She is getting finger banged in jail right now. It's hilarious. She must be faking those orgasms there because she ain't liking it, I'm sure. She's not that good an actress. Oh, God. God, I'm a good actor. God, I'm good. 
<laughs> she's faking orgasms in prison it's not well <laughs> she probably found another inmate and she's obsessed with her now and the other inmate doesn't want anything to do with her so the interrogation resumed uh and Shayna recounts the events after the initial shot was fired you know the one in the face oh yeah that one she literally said that it was so painful for her to see him twitching like that and to know that she had caused it, which I guess is what prompted her to then walk around the table and shoot him two more times. Uh, she then said she shot him where she knew he would die right away because she knew he was going to either die or be severely disfigured. Oh, good God, his pretty face. I won't want to fuck him after that, so I better kill him because I can't be obsessed with him if he has a fucked up face. (laughs) (laughs) Another shocking, unprompted statement just rolled out of her mouth. Um, Apparently, her psychotic mind was only thinking of herself because she said, quote, I don't know that anyone would want to marry me knowing I killed my boyfriend in self-defense. And then laughed. Yeah, you're right, though. You're, that's a definite. Don't put that on your Tinder profile. I killed last boyfriend. You're not going to get a new boyfriend. No, you're really you're really overestimating men. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, she's probably good in bed. She's a crazy one. That's true. That's true. But she also has a pretty face. and That's enough. Yeah, I've recreationally looked at Jody Arias's butthole. So yes, let's do this. <laughs> recreationally. <laughs> <laughs> it stopped being science at one point. And <laughs> yeah, there was, there was weird other kind of science. And then it went back to old, it went back to like criminal science at a point. But <laughs> what a what a fun way to say something normal. Um, she continues to show just how self-centered she is by saying. If I don't get any real consequences, I'd be happy to just go on with my career. Maybe not even get married since this was so traumatic for me. Her career of being a counselor? You shouldn't be giving anyone advice on anything ever. She'd be like, just do it. Just do it. Doesn't matter what they say, just do it. (laughs) What if I want to become a fucking crackhead? Just do it. Go all in or don't do it at all. You know that voice in your head that says, better not squash that voice. Squash it. <laughs> that voice is not the boss of you. Get out there and attack the world, Jimmy. This fucking guy, man. She had to call the cops a couple times. She would eventually left him alone. Like, a fuck. Who knows? Uh, so the trial began in April of 2015 as Shayna pleaded not guilty due to self-defense. The prosecution argued that she was completely obsessed with Ryan, and this was all a if-she-can't-have-him-no-one-can situation. The jury deliberated for around five hours and came back with a guilty verdict for the murder of Ryan Poston. Shayna was sentenced to 40 years, eligible for parole after 20. Sadly, this happily never after horror story is not yet finished. Oh, really? I bet you, I bet you that case for the prosecution must have been so fun to just tear apart. 
oh yeah, self-defense, huh? Let's do this. They must have had so much fun just picking every little bit of that 911 call and just like, does that sound like it's self-defense? And every bit of the interrogation, which was probably all filmed, I would imagine, and just tear it apart. Man, I'm a good actor. Fuck, that must have been funny to say in court. Like, that's a prosecutor's dream, you know what I mean? This is a slam dunk. The reason that our happily never after horror story is not yet finished is because it was discovered that one of the jurors was a convicted felon which cannot serve as jurors in the state of kentucky oh man so the verdict was overturned and (sighs) hubers was granted a re-freaking trial how do you miss that how does a fucking court miss that you got it richard my god i hate to break it to you buddy but people lie yeah, this juror probably just like wanted to make a few bucks because they pay him like a few bucks a day, right? So the juror is like, yeah, no, I'm totally like, ooh, go murder. But yeah, don't, I thought they did background checks, but now I guess we're going to have to ask Bob or something. Yeah, I was going to say they pretty much do background checks. We're going to have to ask Bob. Well, it's based on your uh, election. Like you won't get called for jury duty if you didn't vote in the last election. So it's based on the last time they voted. So maybe he got the felony after the election. Yeah, after he voted last. Reminds me of Randy Alcala or whatever. They fucking hired him on, like, at the dating game after he, like, was in jail for being a child abuser. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, for almost actually killing an eight-year-old girl, yeah. She was pretty close to death. She got lucky. Tallies, man. They're, they're lucky sons of bitches, I tell you what. Very lucky. You cannot kill us. Stop trying. <laughs> um all right so during her time in the campbell county circuit jail awaiting her second trial shana's dreams came true and she fell in love again this time with another inmate that goes by the name of unique taylor oh a spicy one although unique was born as richard mcbee so bertha's real name is richard it's dick uh, so funny a dickless dick <laughs> so um unique is a transgender female also awaiting trial for murder a match made in murder oh they can bond over how they how they murdered their peoples they bonded over how they each ended up in this predicament. Ah, uh, of course. Because they're both innocent, obviously. Everyone in there is. Um, so on May 2nd of 2018, Shayna and Unique filed for a petition for marriage, which prompted Shayna to write a letter to WCPO news station to speak on behalf of herself and Unique. And she was worried that no one would want to marry her after she killed a guy. Uh, The interview starts with the news anchor, Craig McKee, asking the general questions. Um, He says he is there in regards to a letter sent to the station received May 10th. Shanna expresses that she was in fact, or that she has in fact found love again. And she can only describe it as quote, 
a spiritual encounter with another person that I met here a few years ago, and I've just really grown to know and love. Cringe-tastic. Um, it's at this time it is revealed that Unique is a transgender female, yet Shayna has no fucking issue with straight up calling her a he-she. Oh. Not everyone's offended by everything. But just, just to blatantly disrespect the pronoun of someone you're going to marry? Seems toxic. Yeah, but this was this was before pronouns were such a big deal. Come on now. 2018? Yeah. Oh, this is 2018? Yeah, this is 2018 now. Um, maybe, she, maybe Unique didn't give a fuck. Unique wasn't there to say. Oh, I see. Uh, 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 uh. Shayna further explains that she doesn't see Unique as one gender or the other. Just a soul that she loves on a spiritual level. Sure. I have to see now. You're looking up Unique? Yeah, I have to see. So basically, Shayna requested this interview to clarify that she just wants her, quote, First Amendment right to marry to be respected, not thwarted in any way. However, she had a really hard time saying the word thwarted every time. Uh, she said authorited. Uh, she said, uh, I don't know. She had to correct herself many times. It's like Benedict Cumberbatch with the, with the penguins. The penguins. Penguins. <laughs> I love that video. It's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so she was having a hard time even saying what she was there for. And she also said that she believes that she is being retaliated against by the Campbell County jail system, even though it had only been a total of eight days since even filing the marriage petition and there was a weekend in between. Jesus Christ. Even in prison, people complain about the customer service. (laughs) There's Karens wherever you go. Craig even asked her, he's the anchor, Craig um, asked her, even asked her if she had received confirmation that anyone had received the documents, to which she replied, no, I have not. Shana also admitted to sending the letter to the news station the same day she filed for the marriage petition. Oh my God. You can cause a lot of problems wherever you are if you're fucking, if you have that in you, you know, you can. Shannon Hubers is good at at being a troublemaker. Fuck, she's good at it. She's in prison. And she's still causing shit. That's fucking amazing. And she seemed uh, highly medicated in this interview, uh, indicated by a constant and quick lick of the lips, followed by a very large grin. However, it didn't seem like a genuine smile. Like, picture Pennywise from the It remakes. Ooh. Like nothing in the eyes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Blech. Very creepy. She also repeats herself a lot. She keeps repeating the main things uh, that she keeps responding for the interview is, I just want to let the public know that the love Richard and I share is real. Oh, Richard. We love each other and we want to get married. This isn't a publicity stunt even though she sent the letter the same day the marriage certificate was sent. Unique looks like Marilyn Manson. Yeah, she does. (laughs) Yes. 
The second thing is she just wants to ensure that she is given the right to marry under the First Amendment right of the U.S. Constitution and to preempt any re retaliation against her or unique. And the third thing is that I am not here to talk about my case or anything that happened on October 12th. So those are the main three things. So Shayna does say one thing about her upcoming trial. She says she thinks that her trial should be moved out of Campbell County, if not Kentucky altogether, in order to receive like the fairest trial um, as her case is high profile and therefore heavily covered by the media. I don't disagree with her. But once Craig gets a little more daring with his questions by asking if she would have done things differently the night of the murder, Shanna shuts him down by saying, quote, I'm not here to talk about my case or what happened October 12th. I just want to talk about my marriage to Mr. McBee. So she found like the thing in there that was closest to a dude and latched on to she like finds the only cock in the woman's prison and is like, you're mine now, buddy. She's not in prison yet because she's still awaiting her trial. She's in the Campbell County jail, which is co-ed uh, when they're in the rec room. However, um, they are constantly like watched there. So that's where they met. That does make a difference. Okay, I understood. So maybe it was love then. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Except her marriage to Mr. McBee isn't going to be that. It's going to be my marriage to Mrs. Taylor. Yeah. Maybe he just cut his dick off because he wanted to like end up in a women's prison. You know, maybe he's been planning this for a while. Still identifies as a dude. She's still identifying as female as far as I know of January 2019. So hardly phased, Craig asked if she was going to take the stand at her next trial, to which she replied, I'll leave that as a surprise. Surprise! She took the stand in her own defense. <laughs> oh, good. She's done everything that you're not supposed to do as a defendant. Like, every last thing. This girl's beyond stupid. Yeah. Uh, so they actually, the pair did marry in June of 2018, but it didn't last long because uh, they filed for divorce in January of 2019 due to the marriage being, quote, irrevocably broken. Oh, my God. Anyway, I just had to put Maybe that in it's there. from calling him Richard all the time. Yeah. Not respecting the pronouns would probably drive a yeah. fucking wedge straight through that. Um. So she took the stand on defense, this time claiming that Ryan was abusive and had forced her to have sex with him on multiple occasions throughout the relationship. However, there were plenty of evidence uh, to, there was plenty of evidence to support that this uh, was a false claim, like text messages, photos, uh, character witness, things text like that. Messages. That sex we had last night was so fucking consensual. It was more like, it was more like, hey, look at this lingerie I bought. What do you think we tried out tonight in role play? Yeah. Like her saying that to him. Okay, well, that, that just seems, you know, that's subjective. Just seems unforced to me. Anyway. Shayna explained that a wild argument was ensued inside the condo the night that she killed Ryan. She said Ryan was throwing her around the room and yelling at her, telling her how horrible she was. 
however, neighbors of Ryan testified that they never heard any yelling or roughhousing from his condo that night, just a gunshot, then several more shots. Investigators also testified that the condo was not deconstructed in any way when processing the crime scene. There were even layers of dust untouched in places that Shana had claimed to be thrown against. It was also revealed that Ryan's bedroom door lock had been picked with a bobby pin. To get to the gun? Uh, they think that he locked himself in the room to separate him from her, and she picked the lock to get back in the room. Or was she, like, in his room already? Isn't that, like, if somebody is actually on the other side of the door, though, every time you loosen the lock, can't you just, like, turn the lock before they get in? <laughs> yeah. But was it was it proven that she wasn't already sitting there in wait for him and then she popped out of his room? Like, did she, like, break in and was in the fucking house? I'm just, I'm just wondering why you would like pick a lock. Celeste is right. If he's in there, he would just keep locking it. That's what I would do. Just keep locking it. So why would you go be in the bedroom unless you just picked your way in? Like, anyways, it's weird. It's just weird. Interesting. I'm just asking questions. That's what the investigators assume happened. If they didn't hear any yelling, because that to me is like, if he is stressed out enough that he's hiding in the bedroom, the neighbors would have heard yelling. Which is why I think that like maybe she was like, I'm just getting my stuff. And he was like, yeah, whatever, get your stuff. I don't care. And she was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom where my curling iron is. But then she picked the lock to get the gun in his room. That would be what I would think. Yeah, like I said, uh, the apartment was like untouched and stuff. And so was his bedroom. So I don't know what happened in there. But there was a bobby pin in the lock. Yeah, well, I'm sure she would have known where the gun was because I'm sure he was like, hey, baby, look at my gun. Yeah. If you're a gun owner, you don't just leave them. Yeah, that would be my guess. Not loaded like that. If you're cleaning them, they are unloaded completely. None of this makes sense without hearing yelling. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think you're more correct, Celeste. Like, that would make a lot more sense. But, like, if you're from a defense or a prosecutor perspective you're gonna make it sound like she's like you know what i mean he had to like separate himself from and she broke in to come get him that's a more dramatic story to make a jury like convict your ass you know so maybe it was more like that but they just went with the or whatever i'm just saying like you can make up stuff if it fits the evidence to make it sound for a jury that you'll put them away right because it's not about truth it's about what the jury believes Wasn't he sitting at the table when she shot him? Yes. So he like locked himself in the bedroom. She got in with the bobby pin. He's like, ah, shucks, fine. Let's go sit down and have a chat at the table. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, who really knows what happened that night? But members of the jury did find uh, Shana guilty of the murder of Ryan Poston once again on October 18th, 2018. Um, even recommending a life sentence this time for being such a vile, self-centered human being. Cool. Uh, this is due to never once did Shayna apologize to Ryan's family, nor for even what she had done. Well, there might be a little bit bias there, too, because they may have seen the news coverage of her marrying a quote. He-she. <laughs> I'm sorry. This was at her first sentencing hearing. Oh, OK. So this was before she met Richard. This is. Yep. And and she did not 
address the court at her second sentencing hearing. Gotcha. After her sentencing sentencing hearing at her first trial, Shayna only apologized to her friends and family for what she had put them through, and she apologized to her parents for all the money they've had to spend on lawyers and stuff. Priorities. Six years, six days, and six bullet wounds later, Shayna was sentenced to life with the possibility of parole in 2032. Ryan's father addressed the court in his victim impact statement that spoke a million words with one perfectly executed quote. Evil, for reasons only evil knows, took it upon herself to take from us that which she could never possess. The end. Wow. Imagine the dad just was like, I would do my victim impact statement, but I brought my cousin here to do it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for checking out our Patreon exclusive content. We hope you liked it. Christy and I focus on the worst female criminals, and we get a little more gruesome and a little more rowdy than on our public feed. Our episodes drop Mondays, always ad-free and always a good time. So go ahead and let the free content listeners know how much cooler you are than they are on our Facebook page. More Patreon content to come. Thanks, guys. You have huge bushes.